Hey folks, here we are another Sunday evening for this week in outrage. Uh, before people start to join, we'll just talk about what we've got going on here. So we, t we do this weekly show. It's kind of a chat show. Uh, and it's unlike my normal podcast, which is a science podcast called Outrage Overload, which uh, is kind of every couple weeks. Usually um, I talk to scientists and researchers and authors about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. And uh, that's sort of a serious show. <laughs> and this is kind of just a little chat show that we do. And it's kind of fun. And we, we, re, we, we, we just examine things that happened this week, maybe that were related to outrage in some way or another. And then we kind of look to the, maybe look a little deeper into the memes of the week and the different things that um, we saw maybe in the news this week and, and things like that. So um, that's, what, that's what this is about. So I'm here joined with, I'm David and I'm here joined with Lisa. Hi, honey. Hey. Well, Can I pour you a drink? Sure, I'll have a sip. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so did you, so I don't know where to start because I bet we have a few things that conflict that, that overlap, I should say. But I'm curious to see what you have got what you have gone on this week because because of this show we don't always talk about some of the stuff we discovered during the week and then we have to wait till the night. This is the first time we've talked about it. <laughs> well, I don't know if we have any most of the things that like were really were bad. We um, talked to each other uh, about so. Um, Okay, let me see, bring up my list. What's your list? Why don't you start there? Um, let's see what I just picked something at random, I suppose. Um, well, so, you know, there was the E. Jean Carroll case. Oh, yes. And the, uh, and the finding from a jury uh, unanimously that uh, a certain former president was liable so not guilty because it's a civil thing was liable of sexual assault and uh, defamation right mm -hmm. and you know and, and the reward was um roughly five million i think something like that between the two different the various kinds of uh settlement numbers of that, that that there's more different kind of categories of award i think it was something like five million right right well, it made me think about something else I saw in the news made me think about that because do you know that OJ never paid his wrongful death judgment? Yes, I do know that. But he had to turn over some um, property. Some stuff. But, I mean, they never really collected no, much yeah. on it still. Yeah. And they ultimately actually auctioned off the ability for someone else to pursue the money. So they, they say the total he's ever paid out of uh, – Well, he hasn't paid anything, but they – they sold, the different ways they managed to collect they, some amount. They sold the debt to some, like a debt collector, kind of. Or a, well, no, I'm saying before they even did that, you know, he had, like you say, they had different seized assets and things like that that he they got. It was like worth a hundred thousand dollars or something, mm -hmm. totally. But it was, but yeah, they never got paid, and it's and they eventually sold the whole thing at auction, and somebody else bought it, and it, I think it was a family, another family member bought the rights to family, go try to collect. Family member of who? Like the Browns. Oh, I was going to say, I would think it would surprise me if some fan of OJ bought it. Oh no, I think I think it was a family member who bought it at auction, and um, but that's how bad it was. Like you can't ever collect these things. So no. all these people saying that this judgment is all about money—that they're, they're never going to get any money. No, it has nothing to do with money. Yeah, 
But I mean, that, that's the other thing. Like, what's justice then? Like, how do we, we talk about this a lot. Like, you can get these uh, settlement awards and you never can collect them. Like, there's no enforcement of these laws or these rules. Likewise, here he was the next day defaming her again. So, are you back to the, the E. Jean well, Carroll? Yeah, back to mm -hmm. E. Jean Carroll because that's what that's kind of why I brought up the OJ one because here we are 20 years later. I don't know how many years later, more than that, and they never got the money. And 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 so there's no no um, enforcement. So you know, and so here he was one day after being found liable of defamation, de defaming her again. Like there's no, you can't stop him from doing that. She, all she can do is sue him again. Like where's the enforcement? He knows enough. There's no consequence. He just keep doing it. He'll never have to pay the five million, and he just keep doing it. Even if he gets found guilty, nothing happens, and he just knows that's how our our court system works. Rich, nothing happens to rich people. Nothing happens to a lot of people, but I mean, they don't have to. There's no enforcement of, of our own laws. Like this is crazy to me. Like, what do we do if he knows there's no enforcement? What's to stop him just to keep doing it? Well, nothing. It's nothing stopped him from doing all the shit he's been doing. Yeah. You know, and so he was found. His come, he had to dissolve the Trump Foundation, and his his family's not allowed to run a charity anymore. But nobody talks about that, right? Because he's a he's a master of deflecting. Yeah, but I mean, just crazy that though they've never collected the money from from the OJ trial, and and uh, you know, and and here well, he, one day after go, getting go found, back to OJ, he well, he claimed poverty. Well, he played a right. He used the bankruptcy system. Right. He used the bankruptcy system. So he he actively went to figure out how to how he didn't have to pay. But like he used remember, Florida law, in fact, because Florida has very friendly bankruptcy. Yeah. Rules. But I don't know. It just seemed to kind of relate because you had one day after this settlement or this this finding of 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 uh, liability, and he just commits the same exact thing again. Mm -hmm. One day later, right. like nothing, no, nothing happens. Nothing changes. Doesn't stop them at all. No, it doesn't. I mean, and they say they're going to file suit again. And, you know, it's like, I'll just keep filing suit, I guess. I guess, but it still doesn't stop him. Even if he loses those cases, it doesn't stop him. He just does it again anyway. Nothing doesn't matter. It's like you can't actually stop him from doing it. Well, we'll see. So it was like kind of sad because like at the end of that trial when she said, I got my life back, not really, because here he is just doing it again. Well, but she got the court to say that he that he was uh, liable. Not only a court, but I mean a jury of peers. A jury, yeah. Regular people, six men. I've never three heard them women. talk so much about a jury that, you know, when they said that, oh, it was, yeah, six men. Um, some of them were Trump voters. So it was kind of interesting to me that they really talked about that, that jury. Right, because there had been deal. a lot of um, sort of people were throwing around, well, it's a rigged jury, yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, the fact that it was six men and there was supposedly, I haven't really been able to get a lot of confirmation that there were supposedly some Trump supporters on it. It's been said in the media, but I haven't really been able to dig into that too deeply. But. But yeah, I mean, that was, I think part of that was this for a while. It was, and it's still out there. This talk that it was a rig—he's he, going to tell you it's a rig system or whatever, right? Of course he is. That's all he does. Well, so we talked about this a little bit, but I got drugged down a rabbit hole, and I'm kind of <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> but um, so uh, there's a 
Um, and this is, we should be demanding more dates on things. <laughs> so I was, a, 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 a um, social media post came across my uh, feed of uh, that uh, Sean Ryan has a uh, show on YouTube. And so he had this uh, uh, ethical hacker guy on named Ryan Montgomery. And he was talking about how he there's evidence. He has evidence of this um, child porn site that's is being run by a um, Democratic politician. And he wouldn't say his name in the. They kept bleeping his name of this Democratic politician in the, in the YouTube show. show yeah. yeah, so I went. Did, did I did a little research because I was just uh, stunned that they wouldn't say his name if it's really a Democratic politician. So I went and did, did some research and found out that this guy that they're talking about as this, I'm using air quotes, guys, Democratic politician was a red pill liberal. Libertarian. Libertarian. Red tear libertarian who ran for office three times lost all three times but right, got, never, it was like a third party candidate he was never yeah, a democrat he, he got like one percent of the vote yeah at best and 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 I think died, the third time he didn't even make it and has been dead for over a year right what what are you doing <laughs> right and yeah to call that guy uh well and you're supposed to be this ethical hacker who right. knows how to find out get to the bottom of things so i've got the culprit oh wait got, he's yeah. already dead i got yeah it's already dead and gone and if if the sites are is up and running why are you talking to this guy about it just turn over to the fbi right so i was so mad i think i, I well think because I, they sent you down a rabbit hole for all this time with this bs thing that it was uh some democrat um some democratic polit politician current democratic politician yeah yeah like dude seriously now don't get me wrong i don't i'm not saying that there's not democrats who were sure who are involved in some pretty sleazy crap right and if they are great then they should get no, in trouble no it's not great well what are. i mean is that's you know then they should be in trouble just like anybody else yes they should, of course but so i was very upset about that i was so outraged that that he would even but why give him that, you know, why yes, declare Mr. it that way? Mr. Ryan, can you please do a little bit of research before you air this? Right. If you, why don't you be a little bit, uh, take a little bit of a journalistic integrity, but, oh, by the way, he's not a journalist. No. So, so I was very Well, upset. he doesn't even, yeah. I mean, but sometimes they kind of pretend like they are. You know, they kind of act like well, they're, they br they're bringing in the secret news, Lisa. I know what they... That's, that's journalism, supposedly, right? But then you go look at it and you find it's all a bunch of BS. It's nothing. Well, they can get the story where the other guys can't. Yeah. Whatever. But the most surprising, the biggest piece of news is that uh, Robert De Niro had a baby. Well, I don't think he had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Really? Yeah, he's 80. Whew. Yeah. That poor kid. Don't say that. <laughs> Is it, he's got an older sister who's 51. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, it, Hugh Hefner did the same thing, right? 
Well, well, his, well so, Christy yeah. Hefner was running the Empire. He was having uh, children with, the, I think her name was Kim. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens. Men can reproduce forever. Yeah. And now with uh, modern pharmacology, they can, um, more men can reproduce forever. Yeah, it's a pretty weird biology thing, huh? Yeah. Like, what's up with that? What do you got? Well, let's see. Well, I want to talk about what is at the grocery store and their systems were down or halfway down or something. And so they could only take cash, which is kind of weird because often they say the opposite. Like we can't take cash, we can only take card or something weird like that. But this, this for whatever reason, cash could still work, but they couldn't do credit cards in the whole store apparently. So they had a bunch of staff running around telling people that you couldn't, you know, use cards, you had to use cash. And some people just dumped their cards and walked out. And, um, but what was interesting, I mean, there's a lot of parts that are interesting. You know, it's like, it's sort of funny, like we fall back to something like that and we like, our heads explode. Like, we don't know what to do. We lose our minds because they have to pay cash. The other piece, and the other piece was, you know, it's like, so why was it taking so much longer for the checkout lines? Like, why were they so backed up? just taking cash. Wouldn't it be kind of the same? Why would it take longer to, to, to cash? So some, I don't know what was happening that was taking that, that everything was taking, it was so backed up. I bet you, I mean, did you see people paying cash? Yeah. Cause I bet you what people were doing is say their total comes up. They go, well, I don't have that much cash. Maybe you need to take this off. You need to take that off. Yeah. So I ultimately I went to, you know what? Your favorite, my favorite self self checkout. You could tip, get, pay cash there? And cash was working on self-checkout. How do you pay cash? That's, you just feed it into the yeah, machine? Yeah, you feed it in the machine and then it spits out. Some change? Some change and yeah, it actually worked. I wonder how many people actually use cash normally at those machines because like, you don't even think about it normally when you use those no. machines. But uh, yeah, they, they were still working to take cash. So I didn't have that many items. So I just went through the, and they were letting anybody use the self-check anyway. It didn't matter how many items you had. But, um, you know, so the store was kind of in chaos because they could only take cash. People were kind of losing their mind. Like they were storming out, throwing their carts down and just storming out. And other people just said, okay, fine. You're like, fine, I'm just in line anyway. I don't think I here. That's kind of where I was at. But then the lines just were moving so slow. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're just, the, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Cause you need the internet to, to do that. Maybe it was an internet issue. Could be, yeah, I mean, maybe they're, I know, yeah, but they, you'd think there'd be some kind of a fallback. I don't know, but yeah, could have been, I don't know. A fallback for the internet? Yeah, like maybe they have dial-up or something like that they could use to check those. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe they could even, I don't know, queue them up or something and deal with them later. I don't know. But anyway, it was just kind of weird to me that it was taking so much longer to check people out because they were using cash. Those that were still decided to buy stuff. And uh, I thought that was weird that it was another one of these, you know, we're already slaves to the machines, right? <laughs> that machine is down. They can't sell you food. The food's right there. They could take the money, they could add up, but they can't. Like they literally can't sell you something if that machine's down. But in this case, they couldn't take your credit card because the machine was down. They could only do cash. And it was kind of funny to watch the whole store just fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I was actually surprised as many people as did state. Like, I mean, we talk all the time about nobody carries cash anymore. Right. 
So I'm sure a lot of people like quickly look through their wallet like, how much I get out of that? And maybe I'm that much. I don't know because. I bet you people don't even carry a wallet anymore. They just carry their phone because you can put your right. ID. I mean, I've the... gone out without my wallet and just the phone. Uh, I know. I can do everything I need to do, right? Oh, not, not necessarily. Not, not when the computers aren't working. <laughs> Yeah. Not necessarily. Did you, do you have your um, license loaded on your phone? No. Yeah. So. No. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of an interesting little tidbit that happened in real life. That we didn't we didn't know how to function without a modern convenience. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the electronics. So like I say, we're slave to the computers, mm -hmm. <laughs> slave to the network. We are. Well, so we were talking about Pulitzer prizes on one of the episodes before. Is it Pulitzer? Pulitzer, 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 or is it Pulitzer Prize? <laughs> it's definitely Pulitzer Prize. So the winners were announced. That's why I brought it up for the 2023 winners. So did I win? I don't know. Did you? Did you get a notice? I didn't get a notice. I thought maybe you're going to tell me I won. No, we didn't win for this podcast <laughs> or every other podcast either. But they were announced yesterday, or no, no, that was this week. Is I a podcast? Is a podcast ever been nominated? Ever won? Unlikely, no. I don't know, though. Actually, it's a good question. I, I don't a, know because some of them are actual journalistic shows. Yeah. So the gold medal for public service was awarded to the Associated Press for its coverage of the war in Ukraine. I'm not going to name them all, but a few. Los Angeles Times was awarded for revealing a secret recorded conversation among the city officials. You sort of know about that story, right? It included racist comments. Yes. Yeah. And then the Wall Street Journal for revealing financial conflicts of interest among officials of 50 federal agencies. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then local reporting award went to Mississippi Today for examining a former governor's misuse of state welfare funds and to AL.com, which is a, must be Atlanta, right? Alabama. Oh, Alabama, sorry for exposing how an Alabama police force preyed on residents to inflate revenue. So there's a bunch of other ones okay. I can read to, but there's you, some of the top ones. There's I, a bunch of those that work right there. It's not just like three, there's dozens of them. I, we talk about that all the time, about how the police is self-serving. Oh, you think? And how they, because whatever tickets they issue, part of that, uh, those funds go into their the, and also, the, the general fund of the office. Yeah, and also like the property they seize and all that stuff. Well, let's just go stop. Let's just talk <laughs> about the tickets. And I don't think that's true everywhere, but it's true in some cases. Yeah, it's true in our neighborhood. Yeah, the uh, the local police department office gets a percentage of the tickets they write. So that's giving them incentive to write more tickets. Sure. Yeah, like they always talk that's, about. There's no quota. That's crazy. That should not. That should. That should not be. Yeah, and there's absolutely a quota. <laughs> well, not only a quota, but you can also say, "Hey, you know, let's do a big Christmas party this year. Write some extra tickets." Yeah. But so yeah. a lot of um, newspapers won for exposing um, various things. Yeah, interesting. When uh, nobody trusts the newspaper or uh, newspapers anymore, right? Yeah, not nobody, but it's definitely gone down. Yeah, trust in trust in news media has gone from 
I think 70% of the population 50 years ago said they sort of had, you know, I don't, I forget how they word it, but you know, like basically a lot of confidence in news stories and stuff. And now it's down to like, I don't know, 10% or something. It's 20%. It's way, it's way down. And the percent that more, actually it's not quite that low, it might be 30%, but, but more people say they think that there's, they, they don't trust anything about it than say they trust some about it. So that's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Yeah, I think like 40% of people don't trust anything about, don't, don't believe anything on any news sources. It's easy to see how they get there. Yeah, it is. It's sad, but it's easy. I mean, I, I don't trust that many anymore. Especially after you send me down a rabbit hole of something that's resolved itself. Yeah, but you started from a questionable source to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go to a hey, reliable hey. source to get your real info. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so what else you got? Well, the, there's... Um, it's it's funny how we say this week in outrage because a lot of this stuff is just like good, some of the stuff is pretty good news. There's actually shown um, yeah some promise in a uh, pancreatic cancer vaccine. I saw something about that, and yeah. I saw another cancer thing too. They saw some promise in not only a vaccine but like a treatment that could convert. You know, this is very early lab stuff, so who knows? You know where it'll, how it'll pan out, but that could that basically converts cancer cells back into normal cells interesting so yeah that's those are potentially promising or like you say some good news we got to throw in some good news with all this <laughs> this week in good news yeah robert de niro had a baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i got a couple things i guess you could say are i don't know or just interesting tidbits yeah but yeah so that's interesting that um because pancreatic cancer is one of those it's very hard to detect. There, you can't detect it, more or less. You well, I mean? you can detect it, but, but by that time, yeah. But you have to specifically go look at it. Why would you look at it if there's no symptoms? So normally, normally it's it's something that's by the time you find it, it's too late. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's good to hear. I wonder how that how that's going to play out. That would be great to have because, like you say, that's currently once you get diagnosed. No, that it's usually not good. No, it is not good. So, well, so Greg Abbott, mm, you know that is right. I know who Mr. Abbott is. So he says he wants to pardon the convicted murder of the of a BLM protester, and this was actually in the news like a month ago. But the reason why it's back in the news is because the print the the guilty person, um, this army sergeant who committed the crime, is was found guilty of the crime, is has been sentenced. He was sentenced to 25 years. And Abbott has now asked to be there, you know, to, to start a review or whatever you would call it, to review the possibility of giving him a pardon. But he was found guilty. Guilty. And he was sentenced to 25 years in prison. But he only killed a BLM protester, so yeah, he wants to give him a pardon. Texas, oh, is this and is this story? Oh, isn't this funny? Because here's a story 
that I wanted to bring up. That's disgusting, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. But the, I want to bring up a, a, a Texas house expels their first member since 1927. And then a unanimous vote determined that uh, Republican Brian Slayton. Oh, has he been expelled? I saw that yep. they were suggesting they were going to expel yep. him. When, uh, yep, unanimously last Tuesday. Yeah, so what did he do? Tell us what he did. Um, inappropriate uh, relations with an underage, uh, with a, a minor. Really? And wasn't he on a commission or something? Or did, wasn't he out there championing? Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You know, it seems like it's always these, these guys that are the loudest uh, well, about it. Okay, let's back up. Um, let's be fair. Let's tell the, the story as we see it. And the, um, well, I'm telling you stories I received, but this is the story is from, I'm checking my facts here from um, the Texas Tribune, but he had to have, he had sex with a 19 year old aide after getting her drunk. Right. Um, and the house voted um, unanimously to um, expel him from the house. And it's the first time since 1927 and he had his name removed from the board, the tally board. Inappropriate sexual conduct with a 19-year-old intern. Yep. So they were talking about he groomed her, basically. They always talk, blame everybody. Yeah. They always are out there screaming grooming. about grooming. Grooming is the word of the year, man. Yeah, they're out there screaming about grooming, and apparently that's kind of what he did. And then, yeah, and also wasn't, obviously as an intern, there's that whole, you know, uh, uh, relationship, power relation, power dynamic going on. And he's a prominent anti-LGBTQ lawmaker. Right. Who's described drag performers as perverted adults. So, and he was and, a married father who portrayed himself as fa a family value conservative. And how's he stand, where does he stand on abortion? No, 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 no. Well, the lady said that she he stopped at a drugstore on on her when he took her home the next morning to buy some emergency contraception. Wait, what? Hmm. <laughs> I like how you call her a lady. She's still a girl. She's a teenager, literally. Literally a teenager. Literally a teenager. And yeah. from what you know, you sort of read and see, it sounds like she was you know basically a young kid. She's a pretty kid. Yeah, she's a kid. You know, the fact that she's 1819, you know, legally 1819, almost barely goes into it. I mean, this dude is still, like I say, there's still the power, power dynamic. There's the whole thing. And yeah, Slayton was previously a youth pastor at several Southern Baptist churches. And he ran his 2021 campaign on family values. And he was heavily funded by the Defend Texas Liberty PAC. So I guess the, the investigation found that he gave the intern and another young staffer alcohols at home, at his home. Alcohols? Had, alcohol at his home. Had sex with the intern after she was intoxicated and later showed her a threatening email but said everything would be fine if the incident was kept quiet. <laughs> he sounds great. Yeah, and he also, I guess, threatened other lawmakers to keep things secret too. 
Yeah. He'll be back. You think? You think I don't think so. You don't I, think he'll be back in no, politics? No. I think that every once in a while they need to have that sacrificial lamb that says, look, we did, we threw this guy out. I mean, this is outrageous. When he resigned, he said, I look forward to spending more time with my young family. Uh, <laughs> you are one sick guy. He says he'll continue to find ways to serve his community and all citizens across our, citizens across our great state. Well, I mean, I have to give the state legislature some credit for actually taking action and not no, absolutely. keeping it in the house. Well, not that we should ever know who this young individual was, but um, it, um, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if she came from a prominent family that says, no, we're getting rid of this. Yeah, I don't you know. know. But I, but I guess he's, uh, he worked, he's a, uh, he has a, a degree from Baptist, or he says he has a degree from a Baptist seminary and, and uh, has worked as a youth minister. <sighs> yeah, he's, I guess her friends describe her as naive. So she's 19 too. She's also a kid. Yeah. So aren't we all pretty naive at 19? Most of us oh, anyway. Oh man, I'm so glad that. Throwing rocks at Robbie Joyner's house? Totally. <laughs> but still thinking I'm grown and I'm not grown. Yeah, totally. I am not grown. Okay. That, so that was out there. I was out there. I thought that he had, it was still under investigation. I didn't realize he had actually. No, Tuesday. He was expelled. That's Tuesday. They said, they, they said, you're out of, do you think there's legal, uh, a legal case to follow? I don't know. I mean, seems like if she may not want to, but it seems like if she got, when did this, she was, when did he this got her drunk first. When did this happen? How long ago? I don't know. I mean, she could very well claim rape, right? Possibly, yeah. If, if, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not advocating that people should do that unless they were raped. Sure. So I'm not saying that she can now just wake up and say, "Hey, guess what? I think." But I mean that that's a possibility. What else uh, you got? Well, there's the there's the obvious one. Which one? Mr. Santos. Oh yeah. Yeah, so he was charged with a bunch of things. How many counts? It was quite a few counts of things. 13. 13 counts. And that same day, he voted on the House floor. Do we know who bailed him out? That's a good question. I don't. I did not research that. Did you look into that? No. Um, I, I guess you haven't been on this show before. Because <laughs> I've never heard of the show before. <laughs> the show before. It's because the show really is Lisa Reads the Headlines makes an opinion, then makes David do the research. Well, and I don't know if that's even going to be available. No. Because, I mean, that's half of the crimes that he's involved in. Is where's, where's, where'd he get this money? <laughs> he might have just used the normal bail bonds for all we know. But it, well, I think it was a half million dollars, half a million I think. Dollars. I think it was $500,000. $500, yeah. yeah. It was, oh, here it says this is New York Times. So that should be somewhat reliable. Um, 
uh, it's going to be a paywall, so I'm probably going to get blocked. I need to sign in. I don't have my credentials right now, but um, paid by three individuals, according to the New York Times. So interesting. He's got somebody who wants to pay that pay that for him. Really? I'm looking at this other article. Let's uh, see if it says in here. But he's like just been an arrogant SOB to the reporters. And it says the bond was secured by three individuals whose identities are not public. He's confined to New York, Washington. Uh, I don't know what else. So. And he said, I'm still the same person my constituents voted for. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. I'm like, you should ask well, your constituents. Yeah, you should ask your constituents. I don't think they would uh, say the no, same thing. No. He's not the same person he purported to be in any way. No. Even if uh, McCarthy had a choice, he would let let him go. But, I mean, he doesn't. He needs that, he he needs needs that, that. vote. In his, yeah, he needs that vote. He's not going to let him go. You know, and Santos is playing the witch hunt card. Well, he's got some good lingo there built up. Yeah, the thing is, all that lingo has not really worked as well with anybody else. It seems like there's only one person who can kind of pull all that off and make it work. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out for him as this case develops. Yeah, so he had to turn over his passport. He could travel within the tri-state area. Is, is Washington, New York are included in where he can go? Yeah. I don't know what else. Where else? I was going to say Washington is not in the tri-state no, area. No, it's not connected. Last time I looked at it, map. You know, it's just it's just as um, it's just as so shocking is that his coworkers <laughs> they all they're putting up with it. They're just saying that's fine. Right, right, because you're right. They could easily expel him. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, they won't because they need that vote. Just like they won't do anything with the uh, Supreme Court because they want they don't want to lose that either. So well, they're not going to do anything with that. Are we going to talk about Supreme Court? That's an ongoing thing. We could. Uh, but it's the same thing. Like they need that vote. They're not going to. They're not going to do anything. They're going to look the other way. In the sample says it makes no months that it took them four months, five months to indict me. You have Joe Biden's entire family under the Biden's laptop. So, you know, this is only rumor now, but I guess rumor is part of that payment came from Kevin uh, McCarthy. McCarthy, but I find that hard to believe. He, if even if he did that, he wouldn't do it with his own name. He would find a way to. Um, he would find a way to to sort of hide that money or you know move it through some organization he's not going to pay that in his own name yeah so that's that's only rumor guys i'm not reporting that as, <laughs> as actual news <laughs> as actual fact and i don't i don't think that's that's just dumb that wouldn't happen that way yeah he this is <laughs> i mean mccarthy might have helped him find the money right he might have had some money people that could help him of course. But uh, it's highly, it's very skeptical that McCarthy actually put up any of the money himself. 
you know, so what's a $500,000 bond cost you, what, 50 grand, I think, right? Yeah. So somebody had to come up with 50 grand. And only in cash. We can't take check. We can't take credit cards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you got to wire them the money. Take a suitcase down. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, that's so that's a, that's a, outrageous that he, they even gave him bail to go back to work. Yeah. I mean, they don't really have a choice. I mean, they can't make an exception like that. Like they took his passport, which makes sense because he has totally a flight Wait, risk, that, right? He's got many more. You think that's his real passport? Well, there's that problem too. No one even knows what his real name is for sure. Yeah. That's true. He's definitely a flight risk though because you know he's got international connections. He's already kind of demonstrated that so he could very very easily he probably would would bail but he might be so cocky that he thinks he's going to get away with it you know he pleaded not guilty he just he's watched trump so he might just think he's going to get away with it and and i mean trump loses these cases though i mean just like he lost the eugene carroll case right trump loses but, okay, in court all no, the no, time no 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 let's back up let's back up so trump very rarely go, goes to court he's been to court a lot and he has lost a lot Almost all, it's all civil I, cases. I though. thought it was always he, he, um, they came well, to an agreement. He does, right. He does, yeah, that's true. Settled. That's true. He's often he settled. settled. You're right. He's often so settled. He but he's lost effectively because he had to pay those settlements. But no, he could, he does not count those as losses. Right. He counts those as like, well, I'm just going to end it. Well, I'll just settle. Right. 25 million for his Trump University. He had to pay. Well, but he, that was a settlement. That wasn't that's what I'm saying. The, as, court, as a settlement. the court did not, right. The court did not, um, um, make him pay. Right. And did he pay that? That's a good, you know, you'd think in a settlement, I don't know if you can get away with not paying that as much. Especially since you're there signing it saying, I agree to pay this instead of in the courts where they say you have to pay this. Right. And yeah, it's got the bureaucracy behind it. I think in a legal settlement like that, it's probably like money up front, then I'll sign that <laughs> kind of thing. But it's a good question as to how much he actually paid of that 25 million. I don't, I don't know an answer to that. I have to look into that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's, he loses all the time in these cases. At, like you say, at least in a settlement. He's settled or, or he's lost many times. He's not, he doesn't win in court. He's like hardly ever won in court. Like he loses all the time. But that's what he I'm just saying. Pays David, the fine. He doesn't, doesn't necessarily ever go to court. He just, he may go to court once it starts to happen. He just settles. And it, so, right. so he can say that he's never been charged or has never lost a case. He can say that. Well, yeah, can't though, because Trump universe and uh, Trump organs org was shut down. He settled. That wasn't a loss. He doesn't consider settlements losses. I don't think that was a settlement. I think he got a judgment there. You think so? It I had to be shut down. That, I thought that had to be shut down. Yeah, that's that's a settlement because you know they said he can't. Um, you know, he and his family can't be involved in any charities in the future in New York. Yeah, but Trump University wasn't a charity. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Trump org now. I went oh. from. Trump University, he settled. Trump Org, he lost. Mm. He they I mean, he didn't lose, but I mean that's the problem. Many times it's Trump yeah. Org and not. But yeah, but and not him but, personally. But the, he could easily he blamed Wasserman on that. Or some yeah. That's why that guy, that old guy sitting was sat in Rikers for a minute. Right. So he can easily. So that's not his loss. Yeah, exactly. He says it's not his loss, even though the Trump Org is him. It's not he, like you say he can Matt he can you know sort of wrap this separation around it. Oh, that's not me. That's just Trump org. Yeah. 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 
Okay, what else did you find in the news? Anything exciting? Exciting. Or me? What memes were flying around that drove you crazy this week? Well, Tommy Tuberman, last couple of days in the hall, just cause, just cause, um, we're, um, you know, it was just the whole white supremacist thing. Yeah, that was time. some that was some word salad right there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that if he looks back at that, he's going to want to take some of that back. Yeah, that was some word salad that he tossed and didn't get it in very good order. Tarberville. Uh, I could say Tarberman. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that was some. That didn't was. He used to be a baseball player. Was it baseball or some other sport? Uh, maybe it's baseball. So, yeah, what do you say? White nationalist equals Trump supporter? Like, yeah. it's not a bad word. Trump Republican. Yeah, white nationalist is just a Trump Republican. Like, you don't, you don't want to say that, do you? Does that, do you, I'm going to let you say that again. And he tried to kind of take it back without taking it back. He, he, it was a very strange, it was a very strange thing. Yeah, but. We're gonna we're gonna watch that play out and see how much that hurts him, and it's not gonna hurt him at all, by the way. No, because everyone already knows who that guy is. Yeah, and then um, so then I read something, and I forgot to tag it, so maybe I shouldn't bring it up, but you know I will. That the audience at the CNN let's let's talk about CNN, David. Oh God, are we gonna? I was going to leave that out. But no, no, go ahead, please. I wasn't going to bring it up, so I'm glad you did in some ways. <laughs> All I want to do is just say, what what does, C, does CNN now have to give um, other politicians that same amount of time? And will they? They certainly don't have to because all those laws have gone away. There's no regulation for that. So how, do whatever they want. When did those laws go away? Those laws went away in the 80s, late 80s or early 90s. Why? Well, there was all this argument. I'm not an expert on this, but... Yeah, there was all this argument that with all this new the, the new options for media and yada yada yada, and that you know there was a whole uh, push for deregulation, right? That was the big Reagan sort of push, right? So in the eighties, that's like when CNN started. Uh, I think CNN started eighties, yeah, and then in the early night, yeah, and it kind of expands in the early nineties because hmm. remember they covered Gulf War one, yeah. So yeah, they were they existed then, and they kind of branched out from. You know, at that time, to a wider, try to take on a wider. So you're saying that you don't have to give equal time anymore? No, that that's gone. That's been gone forever. I, I mean, for quite a while. I can look that up. So then, so news and news. A, I think that news. was the fairness doctrine, right? I think that's what it was called. But then a news outlet then could easily show bias. Then a news outlet's they, supposed. To, they can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. But, there's no rules. Journalism anymore. ethics show that you're not supposed to show bias. Yeah. I mean, if you're actually being a journalist. Yeah. Right. So how are we supposed to see that under, you know, except that there is no bias here, that they're just play, uh, playing everything at face value. If they don't give equal time to. So the, the actual equal time rule was suspended in Congress in 1960, but the fairness doctrine that I was thinking of is, which is another thing, um, that presents, that's a rule presenting balanced viewpoints on view of matters of public importance. That was terminated 
um, in 87. They abolished it. The Fairness Act? The Fairness Doctrine was abolished in 1987. But what was the one you said in the... The first one was Equal Time. That was, that was, that was abolished in 1960. Okay, so that was way before I was born. Way, way, way before sure. I was born. Before the before the sun was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so then, why was that so ingrained in, in our heads? Yeah, it's a good point. Like it says, it one of those. What's that thing called where you have these false memories kind of thing? <laughs> is it one of those? But I mean, the fairness doctrine is kind of similar. Why do I want to say the Magellan thing. Oh, the man, uh, the uh, Mandela. Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, Mandela effect. Yes, totally. I, yeah, why was that so ingrained in us, you know? Well, the fairness doctrine is kind of similar. You know, you're supposed to present uh, an undoctrine, uh, an unbiased position. So you were supposed to present both sides of things if there were both sides, if, if it's an issue of, of public interest. So that, that, I guess we could confuse that with that. But yeah, the equal, I thought the fairness doctrine in equal time, that shows you how uneducated I am on it. I thought those were kind of the same thing. They, they aren't, they weren't, I guess, apparently. Crazy. Crazy. No, sir, I don't like it. Well, like I say, it's all part of this deregulation environment has been going on for 50 years that we keep wanting to deregulate everything. And so there are no rules that are basically all. Well, there are rules. I mean, I shouldn't say that. There is still rules about certain things, but not much when it comes to how you record news or anything like that. You don't have to separate news from opinion. You don't have to tell people this is opinion and that's fact. Yes, you do. <laughs> you don't have to. Legally. Yes, you do. Right. If you're upholding journalism rules, you do. If you're upholding a journalism standard, you absolutely do. Right. You separate news from, and, and real news organizations do. And real news organizations don't have opinions. No, they do, but they, will, they have a separate division for that. Like people that write yes. opinion pieces for New York Times aren't part of the news desk. No, that's a, those are separate people that get it's invited a page to write. It's called it. the opinion page, right? And all those opinion pieces—they're they're pretty well flagged. A lot of people don't know the difference, so it still has the same font. It kind of looks like a news story, so some people don't notice that it says opinion or editorial at the top, but they do mark them that way. So there is a difference, but a lot of people don't know, don't appreciate that distinction. But in those organizations, like a real news organization, there is a wall between the people that are doing hard news. And the people that are doing editorial. Apparently not. No, there is at real news organizations, is what I'm saying. You know, the AP, Reuters, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, um, those organizations, there is a wall between editorial and news. You know, not so much with MSNBC or Fox or CNN. They don't have that wall. I mean, they may have it a little bit, but, but CNN may more than the others. And Fox News does still have a news organization that's trying to. Uh, uh, and their online news is pretty good, you know. It's, Fox? Yeah. But, um, you know, so there's a bit of, there's something going on there that that group is still trying to do journalism. Now, I don't think they have the same kind of walls that a New York Times or a um, Wall Street Journal does, but um, uh, they seem to have, there seem to still be some people that want to do news stuff in that organization. I'm sure that it's not easy. I mean, you saw a lot of people leave and complain about that, that they, that they get kicked out like, Chris, uh, Chris Wallace and Shep Smith and all that. Shep, where's Shep? Where did he go? I forget where he went. Is it St. Bart's just hanging out? No, he's he's somewhere. He's, he's I, think, I think he's at is he at MSNBC. No, I don't think he's at MSNBC. He might be at CNN. I don't really remember now. Well, okay. So this is my point. It's like what what's going to happen to CNN now? 
Well, that's part of my question is like, what, what's their actual, what, where are they going here? Like, what are they, they, they keep saying they want to move more to the right. Well, to what end? Like, who are Wait, they trying to serve? CNN says they want to move. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, they've had this movement. Uh, are they, they've, they've, announce the strategy aren't they in the middle Are they they've to been be? in the middle right they're in the middle so, already so it's good but they get accused of being far left because the middle now is far left if you're on the right so there's cnn can't move right enough to please that group so what group are they trying to reach they already had they already were the middle so they were already serving independence in the middle so where are they going that who are they trying to serve differently with this so-called shift to the right that they're that they're going to do it makes no sense you know and that town hall was absolute town hall quote unquote because it was basically a trump rally masquerading as a town hall and that was the absolute worst journalism you know you know what you're dealing with the trump at this point there's research and studies and scientists that have said how you deal with them and you know journalists have also said how you deal with them they didn't do any of that they didn't have any of those guardrails and you know, for them to say it's fair to give Trump this time because he's a main candidate, it's not fair to the other candidates because Trump will not follow any rules or any norms well, or stay within the guardrails. So that's an unfair advantage to those others that will stay in guardrails. So how do you deal with that? That's why he won't won't debate. He won't do any debate. Well, but he also he also wouldn't follow any guardrails. He wouldn't. Right. You, you you know you you have to physically take the mic away from him. You know, and then you'll be accused of censorship. He won't follow the rules or the norms of of anything you try to do. So that is the opposite of what CNN says. That's an unfair advantage for Trump, or an unfair disadvantage to any um, any other challenger that he has. You know, you know, in the in the primaries, because if they follow the rules and he's not, he's getting an unfair advantage. And that's is this is like CNN. You're an idiot, and you know. So obviously they didn't really care about that. They were, they only wanted the ratings and and they thought this could be a show. But that's super unfortunate, right? I mean, I don't know, and I don't know where what this kind of signal this sends for what CNN is trying to do with this new strategy and rebranding they're trying to do. Because like I said, they couldn't go right enough to make that crowd happy. So where who are they trying to get instead? What where they already had the center. And they already had independence for the most part, right? Because they're less left-leaning than other places on TV, and um, you know, and they they do cover things. And so it's like, where who are they trying to get that they didn't already have? Instead, they're just going to lose people that are frustrated with this. As if they go too far extreme right, they're just going to look like you know another totally biased. They're not going to be able to report the facts because the facts these days are considered liberal bias. And that's the, you know, that's kind of the situation we're in. Well, so um, there's a, a article here on the New Republic. Do you know the, have you ever heard of the New Republic? Yeah. And what kind of uh, document, what kind of news organization is the New Republic? I think they're left center. And they're, so they're reasonable. Yeah, they're reasonable. So they, they're reporting that CNN told the audience that they were not allowed to boo. What? That sounds like BS. CNN has been catching, yeah, the CNN audience uh, campaign, they, they're calling it the presidential campaign, could definitely applaud, but they absolutely could not boo. And now it seems 
it's found its way. I'll make it worse. Oh, me, me, New Republic is listed as pretty far left. Oh, okay. So well, I then we have to take that. this with a grain of salt. Yeah, I wouldn't take them too seriously. But they said that the actual, because they never showed the faces of the um, audience. Well, and they kept saying how it was Trump voters and independents, Trump-leaning independents, undecided independent that were Trump-leaning. So that's what they said. That's how they characterized the audience. Yeah. Was it that? I mean, it's hard to tell because they, you know, the way that they reacted. I mean, there might have been a bunch of people quiet, and like you well, say, well, they this they're reporting that the the faces on some of the, like the people were just like, oh my god, what is he talking about? Yeah. But then they were like, it was like a game show where they were told, okay, clap, clap, clap. You know, you know, like when you're on the game show, they just put up the yeah. applause sign. Yeah, yeah. So they were kind of uh, prompted when to. Um, I'm, I'm suspicious of that claim, so I'd, okay. I'd want to see that reported somewhere else. Okay. But that, That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, I'm glad I checked on that. Yep. So that way I thought, what the hell? And it's true because they did not show any. Well, we didn't watch it, but unless you watched it later. So their report is generally reliable. But skews left. Skews pretty hard left. Okay. Well, this one is skews left. This is NBC, MSNBC, and they say the same thing. Hmm. They say the Republican strategist Matthew Bartlett was among the Trump Hall audience. There were others. Uh, gosh, what can I get? Um, too many ads over what I want to read. Oh, I know. I hate that. Others sat there bewildered or absolutely disgusted to hear him talk about January 6th. Well, when they did that one post-show panel, I mean, obviously, who knows how, who ended up in that panel. There were several people, self-proclaimed independents in there that that said they were um, very, they were somewhat opposed to what a lot of those things they saw and said that he did not move them any closer to voting for him. So that, that was interesting. Well, yeah. In fact, only one person in that room said he was still going to vote for Trump. Yeah, I, he talked to eight people. Eight or nine, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, one lady just, <laughs> I did see that where she goes, oh, about the E. Jean Carroll thing. She goes, you know, I did, I just can't listen. I just didn't listen to any of that. Right. It's like, dude, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I know that whole what do you panel was like listen to any classic of that? sort of stuff I always talk about, about how, how we do our news selection and everything else, right? Yeah, she literally said, I just had to ignore all that. Yeah. It's like, did you just, why would you admit that? Why would you admit that? Yeah. That's terrible. But anyway. So well, so if anybody, by the way, has anything they'd like us to chat about, you can always, anything you saw this week that you'd classify as an outrageous thing or something that you thought was interesting in the news, you can always... Um, sending me a message and we'll chat about it on the show or if you want to talk about it you can always jump on the jump on the show as well so one more thing okay or did you have something i don't know i mean i have a couple of little tidbitsy things but yeah. anything fun yeah I, got, I, I don't know if it's fun but i got a couple things I and mean, one thing you're going to hate and one thing you might interesting enough. okay go ahead drop it drop drop some knowledge on me well i got two ai based things which you're gonna uh, nope no just don't do those <laughs> Well, what I mean, they're that? dumb. They're dumb little things, right? One is that Ch Wendy's partnered with Google to do AI-powered drive-through services. 
it's like it's kind of a meh. So, so they're just using AI to get the get their Take order. Take your order, yeah. Okay. Chatbot, and uh, they'll try it out in Columbus, Ohio. That well, that's not earth shattering. No, to me. no, I told you it was meh. Yeah. It's like okay, big deal. Um, you know that people know now that people know that that's what's uh, happening. They're gonna always say no. Oh yeah, orders, are you gonna you screw with that or what? Right, somebody is gonna yes, screw with gonna that. they're gonna screw with oh, that. Oh, they're gonna totally screw with that. Yeah. But I mean, they say, "Oh no, they got my order totally wrong," or yeah. Um. Then on the other AI thing I had was that Google rolled out. I guess there's a new version of Bard, but I wasn't going to talk about new that. New version too much. of what? Bard. That's their Chat GPT. Basically, they call it Bard. Oh, Bard. Bard. So they Terrible out, name, by the way. <laughs> they rolled out a thing called Music LM, uh, which is an experimental AI platform that converts text to music. So you can say, you know, make me a little song, a jazzy, jazzy little number. What was the? Uh, <laughs> Give me a bouncy C. Bouncy C. Give me a bouncy C. <laughs> yeah. So you can do that. In, if anybody in hasn't music. watched Jiminy Glick, please look it up. It's, <laughs> you, will, you will thank me and get your, give yourself a treat. Yeah, I know. Can you find that? I wonder if that's out there. It's got, there's got to be a few on YouTube. There has to be. Yeah, Jim, they must be. Jiminy so Glick has Jiminy got Glick. to gotta be. Check that the out. Jiminy Glick show is. Got to watch that. Yeah, give me a bouncy C. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. So I I'm on the wait list for that. They haven't approved me yet to try it out. So I'll I'll see if I get whatever off the wait list. Sometimes. What I, do you have to do? To, I mean, what do you have to do to qualify it? I don't know because they asked you some questions, and I kind of checked that. I think I said I was a researcher and a journalist. And that might not get me in, right? They may be looking for other so if people. So if I say, if I get on there and say I'm a, um, uh, a logistics, I work in logistics. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I don't know if that was one of the options. And I, need, <laughs> and I need help getting recipes the minute I get home. Do you think they'd give me access? Well, well I, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so I, I'll see if I ever get off the wait list for that. I guess my other actual news item that I had was... Um, Gonna, it doesn't have to be actual news, honey. It's the Missouri lawmakers approve more bills banning gender-affirming care for youth and barring transgender women from participating on female sports teams. Women and they, girls. They did more of them? I thought that... Yeah, they, I guess they approved some more gender... Gen, they're d denying gender-affirming care. And the governor's expected to sign those bills. They might already have happened. That might already have happened. I didn't see if they got signed, but... And I get well. My, then I guess my one other thing that my nerdy thing is, and this is going to be a little too nerdy, so we're not going to, be able to go into too details. But um, scientists demonstrate demonstrated quantum entanglement between two superconducting qubits separated by about ninety feet. This is the first experiment to show the effect at a distance large enough such that light can't travel between particles um, while measurements are taken. I did not understand a single word of that. Yeah. You said light, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. And, and and superconducting qubits. No, but so they demonstrated quantum entanglement at about 90 feet. So I don't understand any of that, David. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to ex explain exactly everything about quantum entanglement, but it is a big piece of sort of the foundations of quantum mechanics. Um, it's being sort of it's part of quantum communication and quantum computing. Uh, people talk about it as potentially like, you know, the Star Trek teleporter. This is, they think this is the way that might happen. Um, and, and so it's got a bunch of applications or ideas that have importance in, in, in the quantum physics level and beyond. So that's, it's interesting that they're getting more about it, but it still has 
a lot of research being is being done about it. Um, but it's sort of a this idea that two two um, these two particles get entangled and they act like one no matter how far apart they are, which kind of violates the rules of you know infinite distance communications, right? So uh, you know in light speed above light speed it violates the rules of above light speed communication between two places because these this entanglement can happen. Um, and then, you know, and there's this now, this kind of group entanglement kind of idea too. Like, you know, so people tend to misinterpret this in in popular science and in science fiction and in, you know, sort of new age stuff. They look at these things and then they say, oh, well, that's, that, that's why my dog and I communicate so well and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's not really <laughs> what this is about. <laughs> That's two different things, right? This is quantum level stuff. I once w was in a what um... they're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god! <laughs> I once was um, in a class with someone who was actually in a different class where she was learning how to be a pet psychic. That's awesome! I want that job. How much does it pay? Well, the thing is, like, like okay, first of all. I have many feels about because I had to stop dead in my tracks and go. First of all, I think we understand as a society, either you say you have the gift that you can understand, you could talk to animals or not. You have the Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle gene or whatever. Okay. Or, you know, I see dead people type things. So what, what I want to talk to the person giving this class on like, how are you teaching people to talk to animals besides going, oh, their tail's wagging, he's happy. Oh, his his tail's down between his legs, he's not happy. I mean, what the, what kind of fucking BS is this? Well, I <laughs> that mean, you there can is... learn to be a pet psychic. Yeah, well, that, well, pet psychic. Jumping from what you're talking about to a pet psychic is a pretty big leap. But you, you know, there are there are people that study, you know, animal no, behavior. No, she said. I know. I I'm saying that's, but that's a lot different than. Than Jane Goodall sort of learning how what apes are trying to say My and point, that kind of okay, stuff. No, you're you're no because you said the stuff you can you teach people about communicating with dogs. Yeah, there's no, science but about that, that. I know that's what I said. I, but that's a leap to go to psych, psychic is a totally different thing. But that's what I. Oh, you're not listening to me. I'm not listening. <laughs> you should listen to me sometime. I should. But I'm just like what the job I want is I want to teach people how to be a pet psychic just like going well just look at them and if you if you're if you're, you're really good it. if you're really good look in their eyes it's all right there if you're feeling it you'll feel it yeah, yeah. but first yeah. of all a pet psychic <sighs> yeah and the pet can't tell you whether you're right or wrong <laughs> it's a great that's a great scam right i mean that's awesome of course when people get scammed with psychics all the time it's all that you want to believe thing yep that is I mean, I want to believe so badly that I will believe that my dog is telling me something, talking to me with his brain. And he, and by the way, did you know that all those animals talk in English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a, it's a universal language. I don't like your new boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's a universal language. It's a, yeah. It, yeah. The dog's, yeah. And, and in full sentences. My other, uh, I guess my other thing I missed was that, you know, the fight between Disney and Ron DeSantis keeps heating up because now they expanded their, Disney expanded their lawsuit against DeSantis. Uh, you know, he's announcing next week. You think he is? Yeah. 
I think so. I think so. He's got a long way to, a lot of ground to make up, but it's early. Well, I think he's expecting, um, maybe he knows something. We don't know. I think he's expecting Trump to have to drop out because of legal reasons. Well, I don't, that's, I don't, I don't see that as any possibility because none of these cases will be in conclusion by then. So if they even have any, if he even has any indictments by then, even if he got a conviction, his appeals wouldn't have run. We're waiting, we're waiting for New York to indict him in Georgia, right? Well, New York, it's our New York state has already indicted him on the related to the Stormy Daniels thing. Um, so that he's already indicted for that. Uh, yeah. And otherwise, we're what? waiting for. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go we're ahead. also then we're waiting. Yeah, you can say for Georgia, and and whatever the feds are going to do, if, if anything. Was it DeSantis's camp that actually posted the wrong picture of? Was it DeSantis? No, it wasn't DeSantis. It was somebody else. But they picked the. Was it Abbott or no? It wasn't Abbott. It was somebody else. Might have been Abbott, but they posted a picture of uh, Bragg. The wrong black guy. The wrong black guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Somebody, somebody lost their job, right? And how many people that have to go through to have that happen? You know, like yeah. don't they have any checkers? Like, how did that slip through everybody? Was I was that Abbott? No, I, I'm trying to remember now who it was. It was somebody's camp. It was like a campaign ad, or a. Why are we having campaign ads already? I know. Because we're all voting for Katie Porter. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was just, that's, you know, we laugh at that, but that's disgusting. Ted Cruz. It was Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Used the photo of wrong black man. <laughs> Is that, that's the headline? That's the headline. Used the photo of wrong black man. That's a terrible headline. Well, it's the whole point is you're kind of making fun of Ted Cruz with that. Like, you can't tell one black man from another. Uh, and this is his, his uh, person who's running against him. You think he would know, have themselves a little more familiar with that. Well, like I said, how did that get through his staff? Or maybe they did it on purpose. Like, nobody likes that guy. <laughs> maybe the staff thought, let's Nobody do does like that guy. Then how does he guy. keep winning? How does he keep winning? Nobody likes that guy. Yeah, how does he keep winning? How does half these people keep winning? And um, I do want to know what's uh, how Fetterman's doing. I mean, yeah. I I feel bad, and um, but man, that's some bad luck to get voted in and have to immediately be hospitalized. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot to talk about Feinstein went back. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a convoluted situation. Um, everyone says, "Oh, she looks terrible." Well, she's. How old is she? 103? <laughs> Isn't she almost... She's uh, 92. Is she 92? Yeah. I thought she was even a little bit younger than that. But she's 92, really? Yeah. Wow. I think. I better look that up. Yeah, because I just make I just make it up. Doesn't It my, sounds like... I thought she was... My journalistic integrity. She's 89. She's 89. I thought she was 92. She's 89. I mean, it's not that far apart, but yeah, she's 80. I well, thought she was Pelosi. almost 90. Um, I think she's significantly younger. Pelosi's not. Pelosi's eighty-three, so yeah, not that far apart. But yeah, but uh, but, but she's retiring. Well, Feinstein's not running. Pelosi's not running. Right. So we're going to get some new representation. Yep. 
So that'll be interesting. I notice I say that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I need to stop. Well, we'll definitely have a new senator. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's not our rep, so we don't get to vote in that case. No. She were coming back? Wait, why? Is, I don't know. Is everybody so old? They're, They're so, so old. old. Everywhere they're old. Yeah, I mean, it's become a new thing to just like live your whole life. Is McConnell in coming back? McConnell's old. McConnell's old. We need to have a um, a, a mandatory retirement. <clears throat> they have it for. Um, yeah, for the rest of us. No, they don't. But they have it for law enforcement and and um, first responders like uh, firemen. They have to. Uh, their mandatory retirement's fifty five, I think. McConnell's eighty one. <laughs> but they complain that Joe Biden's too old. He is. He is. By the way. But he's he's younger than McConnell. By a year? Yeah. But I'm just saying, if one is not and the other one is, then, you know, you don't really have a, you can't really make that argument. You know, like, yeah. This is. They're the same age. All right. You got anything fun to end on? Um, Let me see. De Niro had a baby. <laughs> we already talked, well, we already mentioned that. I don't, I don't know a lot of those details. I know a lot of them. Do you? Yeah. Is it? Are they fun details? Oh, well, this is not a good thing. But Vita Blue, oh, American League MVP, away. passed away at, at only seventy three. So we get Pelosi and all these other ones. And Vita Blue. And Vita Blue is at seventy three, a healthy athlete a, who who fought um, addiction for a long time. Um, that's not a secret. He was very upfront about that and and. Uh, outspoken and a supporter of um, addiction programs and was a great friend to everybody who ever met him. Um, and yeah, it's just sad. Yeah. He's only 73. Just a young guy. Well, not, not a young guy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but still, yeah, it's, it's sad when our, you know, when our heroes start dying. Yeah. Yeah, but so baseball's in full swing. Yeah, baseball's going. Oh, Warriors are out. Warriors are out. No, that's Lakers basketball. Play. I know the difference, by the, the way. <laughs> Lakers played Denver now, and I think the Celtics won, right? Didn't they? I think so. Celtics will play uh, the Heat, I think, right? I think that's the before we have the finals. So one of those four teams will be or I should say two of those four teams will be in the finals. Yeah, so I'll have to um, check out when that... Um... I think Denver's the favorite in the West. I don't know who's the favorite in the East. Favorite over um, Lakers? I think so, yeah. The Warriors, I mean, the Lakers were pretty low seed. But it's LeBron, it's that whole team. They're a good team, so you just never know. Anything can happen. You know, LeBron, say what you want about him. That, that guy's a... That guy's an athlete. He's a machine. And he's not the only one they have on that team either. That's a pretty good team. No. Might as well I'll just be here. They got Davis. They got a bunch of good guys. Davis got hit in the head. Yeah. Did he come back after that? I'm not sure. I don't know either. I'll have to look that up. But, um, yeah, basketball uh, playoffs take a long time. They do. It's like they're going. It's June. It's freaking going to be June before that's over. Right. And the season starts in November, right? the preseason starts before that. But yeah, yeah. No, it's so funny that you have basketball is now basically a summer sport. <laughs> it's a year round sport for sure. Almost. Yeah. 
but um, well, but uh, baseball drags on pretty long now too. It goes well into. Um, well, they've tried to cut that back, right? But yeah, it's is it goes in. Has it gone in November yet? Yes, it has. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, it absolutely has. But... Yeah, so it's not like you can't say that he's a player as October player anymore. Now he's got to be a November player. <laughs> so I don't know about people in the rest of the country, but us in um, where we live, the weather has been freaking crazy. Yeah, I mean, last week there has been a. 50 degree difference between last week and this and this week yeah i mean i'm talking about midday temperatures well and just also we've had you know february weather all the way into may it's just been sort of cold and, and then, cloudy and now all of a sudden we have midsummer weather i would call this spring weather it hasn't been that hot look but it's way hotter than it yes, was a week ago yesterday how hot was it? i think it got up to 90. 99. It was not 99. Yes, it was. Look it up. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. I know because you don't want to be found wrong. <laughs> it might have been. But anyway, it was It was definitely it warm was yesterday. It was midsummer temperatures. So, yeah. But are you going to disagree that it was a 50 degree swing? No. especially. But also the clouds versus sun. What a, you know, what a big change. It's been so cloudy, gloomy. Like I say, January weather with caps on the mountains, everything. It's just been horrible. 50 degrees. Yeah. Well, don't tell that to people like in some other places that have that all the time. <laughs> 50 degree change all the time. But, that's, but, yeah, but it's just been weeks and weeks and weeks of that cold weather with no sun breaks in between. We usually get a spring, even in the winter, we get some sun breaks. But in we usually have a spring with little rain, week of sun, little rain, week of sun. Right. You get some sun breaks in between. We had nothing. It was just been cold and cloudy. Uh, for months, the whole year, it's been crazy. And by May, you're starting to get those warm days scattered in, and still you might get shower here and there, but that's the norm. Like not this year, man. We're in the middle of May, and it's been freaking freezing. Yeah, it, it was terrible. But so we'll then see. this weekend, it's been it's warming up. I I like it, but it's a lot of heat. And really oh, did fast. you shut the cool off? No. Oh, it's running still. I gotta have to go out and shut it off. But you want to go do that? Okay. We're gonna we're wrapped up anyway. All right. Anything else exciting or, or funny you want to talk about? Anything I want to throw in at the last minute? Anybody on the call want to jump on? We got a lot of people on the call actually, so thank you for joining. I do appreciate it. You guys see anything um, interesting yeah. in the news? Yeah. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Oh yeah, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. <laughs> <laughs> all the mothers and the mothers. Yeah, the mothers and the mothers. Yes. All the hot girls. And they're not so hot girls. Everybody's a hot girl. That's my point. <laughs> I think you're being a creepy old man. <laughs> yeah, it probably sounds pretty terrible when I say it. Kind of does. <laughs> kind of does, yeah. Kinda. Probably probably not. Yeah, so. You should not say that. But all the hot girls doing their hot girl shit. <laughs> hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. What are you doing? Hot girl shit. All right. Okay, well. well thanks for talking. So hopefully there'll be more fun stuff next week. Hopefully. Or at least... Or at least some wild stuff that'll take us down some funny tangents. I hope so. I'll find it. I'll find something for you. All right. Thank Love you, babe. you. Love you. Bye, everybody. <laughs>